If you often find yourself committing to too many projects, missing deadlines, or feeling overwhelmed by the amount of work you need to get done, stay tuned for our discussion about time blocking and see how you can build a more efficient, predictable, and stress-free business. Welcome to The Friday Habit with Benjamin Manley and Mark Labriola II. The Friday Habit is for creators, entrepreneurs, and agency owners looking for actionable ideas on how to grow their business and be more profitable. We'll pull from our combined knowledge of over 20 years and interview thought leaders that will inspire you and give you the motivation you need to kick your business into high gear. Buckle up. It's Friday. Mark, would you rather be required to schedule everything you do on a calendar, everything, or never be able to use a calendar again. Interesting. So when you say everything, you mean like, I have to go to the bathroom. I need to schedule that onto the calendar. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, I guess. uh, Let's not go that detailed. That's too far. When you say everything. I I mean, because honestly, like... I did say everything. (laughs) You did. It's like, listen, shower, calendar. (laughs) Would you just go around and be like, okay, uh, I'm about to take a shower and then right at that moment, just add it into your calendar for the next 15 minutes and not like schedule it out, but you just like open up your phone, type it in and then do it right away. Yeah. Hey Siri, remind me to take a shower in one minute, (laughs) add it to my calendar. (laughs) Perfect. Uh, Listen, I... The calendar is something that brings me solace. It brings me um, peace and comfort. So I would say that re- being required to schedule everything on a calendar, I would prefer over than never being able to use a calendar again. Cause honestly, like I'll wake up in the morning and the first thing I'll do after I, you know, do my meditations and, you know, all those other kind of things, I instantly look at my calendar because that gives me peace of like, okay, I'm going to the gym. Do I have a little extra time at the gym where I can maybe sit in the sauna for a few more minutes or is like, I have a meeting right away at nine o'clock and I have to like kind of be hurried and get to the office. And when I don't see anything on there, I'm like, ah, okay, I feel good. You know? So it gives me like a compass for the day. Is that too deep? Was that too much? Sorry. No, not at all. No, I, I totally agree. Like it would be stressful to never like know what was happening next or when you were going to be somewhere, but I would also hate to schedule every single thing. So I guess that's why it's called a would you rather question. It's hard to answer. That's right. Yeah. I would I would probably side with you though. Yeah. I would just probably just I would rather schedule it than not. That's right. Hey Siri, remind me to go to the bathroom in one minute. <laughs> Somebody's Siri just went off, you know that, right? To today's reminders. <laughs> that was just added to today's reminders. <laughs> there you go. It was my Siri. It's, it's yeah. also gonna beep in one minute and remind you. So Great. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so today we're talking about time blocking. Now I, I've, um, you know, heard about time blocking and uh, whatnot, but I, I wouldn't say that I'm an expert or a guru on time blocking. Uh, so I know you've done some research about time blocking. You have practiced time blocking. So I'm curious to hear uh, your thoughts about it and, um, you know, how, how it's affected you. So for anybody who doesn't know what time blocking is, can you give us a brief overview and kind of an explanation of what time blocking is? Totally. Yeah. And I definitely wouldn't say I'm an expert at time blocking. In fact, I didn't really know what time blocking was, or I didn't know the term time blocking. It just kind of naturally 
evolved from my own personal problems and like what I needed to do to fix those problems. So, um, yeah, I'm not an expert either, but I, I, it was actually Whitney on our team the other day. I was like, Hey, you should talk about time blocking. Our entire business is built around time blocking. I was like, wait a second. You're right. It is. We should talk about that. So that's why we're here. That's why we're talking about it. Um, and it's something that's really, yeah, made my business less stressful. So what is it? Basically it's the idea of if you have something coming up that you know you need to get done instead of just writing on a to-do list or something, instead you actually put it right onto the calendar and you say, okay, how long is this going to take me to do? And then you pull out your calendar and decide when am I going to do it and actually put that event on your calendar. And then that way you don't accidentally schedule other things that overlap with that. So, I mean, it's super simple principle. Um, that's the main way I think of time blocking. I think most people think of it. And I don't know if you ever heard the analogy of like the big rocks. Have you heard that? Like putting big rocks in a jar and then yeah. like the little stones around it. Yeah. Instead of starting with the sand, you you put the big blocks, then the stones, then the pebbles, then the sand. And you're able to do more with the same amount of space. Right. If you put the sand in first, then your big rocks won't fit basically. So same kind of idea with time blocking, block out your important stuff, make sure that that has time and space on the calendar. And then once you do that, all the little tasks you can kind of do around your big stuff, but that way you have uh, your calendar kind of already worked out and you don't have to worry about being stressed about it. Yeah. So, I mean, tell us, you know, tell me a little bit of why you think it's helpful, you know, especially in a business. Uh, you know, I know a lot of running gun entrepreneurs, right? They kind of live by their email, stuff pops in, tasks get created, and it's just let me solve problems and put out fires uh, constantly until I'm done doing that and then moving on to, you know, something else. So why, why is time blocking so helpful? Well, I feel like number one for me, it keeps me from overcommitting because I just always get excited about new ideas or let's say someone's like, oh, can you build this website? I mean, I'm always like, yeah, I can build your website if I didn't have a schedule where I saw reality and I saw, oh, literally every single mm -hmm. one of my days is already blocked off for the next one month. I'd be like, oh, I'm sure we can fit in one more website by the end of the week. You know, like I just know myself being overly optimistic that that would happen. And that's what used to happen in my business a lot. You know, we'd have um, when I first started, we'd have. Uh, website projects where I didn't have a great way of predicting how long a website would take us to do. So I didn't really know, you know, when I could promise that website. So I always kind of underestimated how much time it would take. And then it would put me in a bad position where I didn't want to disappoint the client. So I would work late hours or whatever it was to make sure I got it done. But just not having a realistic like calendar built out meant that I was overcommitting all the time. So that's one thing. It just helps me from overcommitting. Um, it also mm -hmm. makes you better at estimating how much time it takes because once you do it one time um, and you you see the reality of, oh, I blocked off four hours to do this project and oh, wow, I started at noon and I didn't get done till six. It's like, oh, that actually took me six hours. Um, so then next time when you block off time to do that, you actually know more accurately how to estimate that. So it kind of makes you a little better about estimating time, I think. Yeah, kind of, uh, you know, especially when someone's doing something like, you know, for us over at Brand Viva, you know, doing video editing. And and for me, uh, I, I've done it for so many years that I have this weird innate ability of, uh, you know, being able to kind of guesstimate how much time a project's going to take, take us. Uh, but that doesn't always help my team, you know, as far as, you know, when we're committing to do an editing project or, or something else. So I think being able to to kind of understand like, okay, this task, this kind of project, 
typically if we look at a calendar, I think, you know, like a history almost, right? Where you could say, oh, hey, let's look at the calendar and see how much, you know, time we blocked out for X, Y, and Z in the past. And then we can kind of quote that appropriately. Not that I'm a huge fan of, you know, trading time for money. Um, I'm more of a value-based kind of pricing thing, but you still got to know, you know, how much resources uh, you're going to be using right. for something. Especially for us, we have several clients on retainer, so we need to allocate our time properly so we can stay on task and make sure we complete things on time. Yeah, 100% makes sense. Yeah, and I think one of the other things that really helps with is it actually kind of helps you almost like predict the future and that you can kind of see what's going to happen when, and you can be way more accurate with when you can promise people things because you already kind of know what your schedule is ahead of time and you know, Oh, I'm going to actually finish this this day. So you can tell them that the next day is when you'll have it to them or something like that with like complete confidence that, Oh, I'm going to get it done because I have this time already set aside and that's how long it takes me to do it. So I'll get it to them. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I think those are some of the reasons I think it's super helpful. At least for me, it's been really helpful. Yeah. So walk us through how you do this at Knapsack. Like how, how do you use time blocking with what you do? It, to me, it makes a lot of sense uh, as far as your business, right? You, you create websites in one day. And so it, to me, it seems like one is you obviously have to block out a day to make that website. So when you commit to it, you know, like, all right, we have this many websites we're committing to this week. We only have so many hours in a day to do those. So this time has all been blocked. So obviously that helps you tremendously. So kind of give us a little bit of a peek into how you do that with Knapsack. Yeah. So one principle we have at Knapsack is kind of like try to walk away from every project without any homework. And what I mean by that is try to do all the work that we do live with a client. So when we have a project like a website build, what we try to do is we have a, um, we have basically three different or four different sessions that we do with them now. So we have an upfront session, which is their content meeting where we look through all the stuff they give us. That's usually about 60 minutes we have blocked off for that. So usually takes us less than that, but we have it blocked off just in case it takes longer. Um, the next stage is actually designing the website. We have a full day blocked off for that. And we actually even block off about half a day of the day before knowing that we need to prepare for that a little bit. And so now all that time in the calendar, as soon as somebody pays that invoice for that project, we are blocking the calendar for all those things that need to happen, including that content meeting is getting scheduled. We're doing the prep for that design day. We're doing the design day blocked off. We're doing a full day for SEO blocked off the week after that. And then we're also blocking off an hour for a follow-up session to make any final tweaks later on. So we're actually like, when that invoice is paid, that money goes to basically buy time on our calendar. Even though we don't sell it as time, we're selling it as a product. Right. Basically, it's like a productized yeah. service. But as soon as that happens, then we're instantly blocking out all that stuff. So we know now when somebody comes to us and says, hey, can you build my website too? Then we're like, well, yeah, we can do it on this day. And we know exactly which day we can do it because all the other days are are blocked off on the calendar. We just know this is what's available. And it's just very like stress-free because it's just like kind of a simple yes or no. It's not like, oh, we'll bend the rules or maybe we can squeeze yeah. one more. It's like, there are no more days. So this is yeah. <laughs> this is what it is. So it makes it very stress-free to make those decisions. Um, at least for me, it just makes, makes so much sense. So that's kind of how it works on the project level. Yeah. What do you think, like how, how are some other ways you think we could block our time? Like what are some other ways you think we could do that? Like I'm trying to think if, you know, in other industries, uh, yeah. other types of creative work. What does that, what does that look like? I mean, what are some examples you can think of? 
I mean, I think it can work for most types of creative work once you have experience doing it. If you've only done it once, you know, or a few times, you don't really know how big a project it's going to be or how small it's going to be and stuff. But I mean, I feel like that can work with, I mean, almost any type of service industry, you know, like let's say it's roofing, you know, you figure out, okay, how big of a roof project is this? Okay. It's this many square feet. We know when it's this many square feet, this type of roof, then, okay, that's X amount of days we need to block off on our calendar. And then you just need to get more and more realistic about your quotes and realize, Hey, if we're estimating this poorly, we need to overestimate a little bit to make sure we blocked off more than enough time until you become very accurate in how much time you block off. And at that point, I mean, I think it's just a kind of a trial and error thing until you kind of get the estimation really close. And mm-hmm. then at that point, you can really apply it to any service you offer. Um, and on all our invoices, we tell our clients, hey, when you pay us, it includes these sessions. You know, it doesn't include work outside of these sessions. These are the sessions we will use in order to build your your website. So they know exactly what to expect. And it just makes it, yeah, way more... I guess, stress-free for everybody because they know when the work's happening. But I mean, another thing I would say is, you know, it's it works for many different industries, but also it doesn't have to be just project-based. Like it can be your schedule in gen- general that you can block out. Well, yeah. And, th- and that's one of the things I was thinking about because I've, I've kind of heard this in a lot of, you know, books you read or, you know, ways to kind of stay motivated. Uh, you know, for instance, like going to the gym, they say, hey, if you, if you want to make sure you go to the gym, put it on the calendar. Like right. it's an appointment that you have to keep, right? So it's yeah. like, I'm going to the gym Monday through Friday. I'm going to be there from, you know, six to eight and you're, it's going to be on the calendar. So don't disturb me. I'm going to be, you know, taking care of my health and it kind of with anything else, right? If you're, you know, we talked about earlier a few episodes ago about thinking time, you know, it's like making it a priority to spend time thinking um, and solving problems uh, mentally, uh, on your business. And so putting that on the calendar. So, yeah, I mean, I think there's probably a lot of different ways that you could use this. And again, I think as creatives and, and entrepreneurs, we find ourselves constantly just flying by the seat of our pants. But if we really want something, we got to commit to it. And if we put it in our calendar, there's a higher chance that we're going to keep that you know, commitment. Right. Yeah. And to me, it's, it's kind of like having money in your bank account. You know, it's, it's basically like saying instead of like having a hundred dollars in your bank account and be like, Oh yeah, I can pay you $10. I'll pay you. Like, no, when you say you can pay them $10, just pay them right now. Like take the $10 out of your account. It's gone. You're not going to mm-hmm. accidentally spend more than you have because you're actually giving the money right then. Same thing with your calendar. If you say, Hey, I can do this, block that on your calendar. You just spent that time, like that attention, your attention and time there is gone. So like, make sure that you make a note of that. Otherwise you're just promising people stuff. You don't even know if you have it. So anyway, I think that really works. And, and the cool thing is you can apply it to your weekly schedule too. So at Knapsack, we we've gone, <laughs> we've gone to the extreme of, of we basically have Mondays and Wednesdays are time blocked to be only meeting days. So we don't do focused projects those days. Instead, we have, you know, I probably have four to six meetings every Monday and Wednesday with potential new clients or maybe existing Mm -hmm. clients or other random kind of one hour meetings. So those are like all day meetings. And I know on those days, I don't have to worry about getting other work done because I'm exhausted from talking to, to so many people. Right. So the cool thing though, is since I've batched meetings on Mondays and Wednesdays, then on Tuesdays and Thursdays, those are 100% focused days. So we can work on each person on our team is working on one project for the whole day and only one project. And so they can fully focus and get immersed in that creative flow and they don't have to worry about being interrupted and kind of getting distracted and stuff. So 
basically we have that time blocked two days a week for like crazy meeting days and two days a week for hundred percent focus. And then of course the Friday habit we have the Friday you know, habit. Yeah. Yeah. Time blocking applies there. We block off one full day each week, 20% of our time just to focus on our business. And yeah, if you want to learn more about that on the website, at the bottom of the page, there's a free download that has like a whole guide that talks about that whole system. But basically you block off a day per week to work on your business. So yeah, yeah, it can work weekly we also do it for like our membership, our support plan. You know, we get, I don't know, like 10 or 15 support requests per week. But instead of doing those randomly throughout the week, we say, hey, Wednesday mornings from 9 a.m. to noon, that's when we're going to time block that time off. No meetings, no anything. We're just going to knock out those 10 or 15 requests on Wednesday mornings. Um, and so it just it's kind of another way of just batching stuff and being more efficient. Yeah. Yeah. Systematizing. All right. So this is this is great. I think that everyone needs to practice some sort of time blocking in their life, especially if they're a business owner. Um, it's going to help them be more productive, less stressful, and create more time, really. I think that's that's one of the biggest takeaways for me. It's It's the idea of, you know, we all have the same amount of hours in the day to complete things. And uh, Elon Musk doesn't have more hours than us. Steve Jobs didn't have more hours than us. We all have the same amount of hours, but somehow those people are able to get a lot more done within the same amount of time. And so, I think a lot of that comes down to you know giving priority to things that need to be prioritized and blocking your time. Uh, and so, yeah, I think the key takeaways here it's it's helpful because it allows you to predict the future. Uh, it prevents stress. You know you know, what you have time for. Uh, it keeps you from overcommitting. It makes you better at estimating your time. And you can apply this to your individual projects, your daily schedule, weekly schedule, even quarterly schedule. So um, yeah, time blocking, get on it. What's our action item, Ben? What's our action item for this week? Yeah, I would say if you just schedule your next project on your calendar as a starting point, the next time you book a project with a client or something you commit to, just go ahead and put that full thing on your calendar, every piece that you need to do. Um, it doesn't have to be detailed where you do every part of the project, but try to do something where you get it on there and know that you're not going to put any, you know, overcommit yourself, put it on the calendar and then see if you can stick with that schedule to get it done. And then, yeah, I would say the second action item, if you're already doing that, then just start time blocking part of Fridays to work on your business. So, you know, maybe starting with just two hours a week working on your business and take that time to review what went well that week, what didn't go well, and start thinking about how you can make it better. Yeah, awesome. Hey, go to thefridayhabit.com to find show notes for this episode. Uh, there you can also find links to our websites and ways to get in touch. At the bottom of the page, you can download our guide to the Friday Habit System that will show you how to set aside one full day each week dedicated to working on your business instead of in your business. Yeah, and if you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and leave us a review in the Apple Podcast app. And if you want to hear your voice on the Friday Habit, I mean, because I know Ben and I want to hear your voice in the Friday Habit. That's right. Go ahead, launch your voice memo app and record us a message and then email us at hello at thefridayhabit.com. Yep. Thanks for listening to the Friday Habit. That's right. And until next time, live every day like it's Friday. <laughs> <laughs>